Hi everyone, it's Storybook Time. I'm your host, Tinsonsei, and this is a podcast about the video game Storybook Brawl. Today's episode draws from a conversation I had recently with Stretch Wheels, who will be the co-host on this show as it gets going. It's just some very general dialogue about Storybook strategies, including a stretch about the infamous broccoli-wild growth combo, and an off-the-cuff Peter Pan's theory crafting session. Moving forward, this show aims to bring weekly insight into game strategy and coverage of any news and updates we receive. So without further ado, welcome to the first episode of It's Storybook Time. Yeah, yeah, one character I really had a lot of fun with was Morgan Le Fay, the one where when you drop down below 20 health, get to find a free treasure. So one game I was just playing along, and I guess my health dropped to 19. And I got to just find a, a level 5 treasure just as I'm playing. I got it for free. Mm-hmm. And uh, I took the next the next unit you buy is golden. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so I just bought a monster book because it, was the, the, it wasn't the first five that I came, came to in the shop, but it was like the one that seemed, okay, this, I'm getting some extra stuff each turn. Mm-hmm. So I, I took my, double, my monster book and I started casting double spells. And uh, kind of carried me for for at least a few rounds until everything else was pretty powerful. Yeah, but it was also a quick round. Everybody just kept killing each other. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, do you want to do a whole episode about Brock Lee? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and how OP he is. We could call him Brock Lee OP. I mean, with Brock Lee and Medusa. Yes, because I because I do think that you know there's something to be said for just transforming a character is so big. Yeah, it really is. You know, getting rid of one of their powerhouse characters, that just changes the whole outcome of any single match. Yeah, it's also, it's incredibly disruptive, because uh, yeah. they have a game plan, and transforming it removes one, one character entirely from their from their game plan that they've come, mm-hmm. in, come in expecting. Yeah, I, I, I put out a few Medusa today, just to see, and I got two attacks off with them. Oh, two with the same Medusa. Yeah, with the same one. So it, it lasted long enough because I had a broccoli on the other side. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess you probably like buffed your Medusa some. Not really. Not really. No, I think I just got lucky with the attacks because then in the back row I had two that had zero. Okay. And the other one was arranged, so they just attacked, and then it went back to Medusa. Okay, I see. Which was good. I see. No, that's a smart setup, because uh, the longer you let Medusa stick around not attacking, she's going to die. So yeah. having the zero attack, you get to rush back to her attack. That's really smart. Yeah. I hadn't even, I hadn't really thought about that, because they cycle through, uh, trying to shrink my cycle so that I can have the characters I want attacking more often. It is nice to know what order they're going to be attacking in, to know that it's going to go left to right, aside from the dragon that attacks before and the the court wizard yeah the court wizard that gets an attack whenever a prince or princess dies he attacks immediately and it's ranged okay so it's really good yeah that that seems pretty good <laughs> it's a four two which is it's still good it's still good but it's only whenever a prince or princess is attacked and killed so does that attack oh it's ranged it's ranged, so it's basically just pings things. So it doesn't kill itself when it does that attack? No, which yeah. is really good. Yeah, 
I haven't tried that. I mean, you want to get all the pieces for it as you go. We're not necessarily talking prince and princess now, but like whenever you run into late game with them, you kind of are still hinging on the court wizard because the court wizard's extra attacks are so much damage. Like if you're building them up and like middle game, you're having Romeo and Juliet because they are pretty solid and being sticky on the board. As you go later and later, the prince and princesses that come into it are not as strong as if you were going like a different route with evil or something. Yeah, yeah, I've noticed that. Yeah, so you kind of like want to win quicker whenever you have things like that. It feels more uh, aggressive to play with prince and princess. Yeah, I see that. I've noticed that some strategies definitely feel like you got to be aggressive because if you don't win now, other people are getting so much bigger. Yeah. Speaking of getting so much bigger, Brock Lee. <laughs> we could talk about Brock Lee. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it was just luck and getting Brock Lee as big as I got him that time. Because I have tried it a couple times since then, and I've got him to like 60 before. I was like, oh, I have to buy him this time. have to buy him? It's the luck that goes along with it, because I buy out the entire shop. Like, I'd literally buy three, sell them back, buy the fourth one that's there with it. Just to roll. Just to, just to re-roll. Wow. Yeah, that's that's pretty expensive re-roll. But it's that plus adding 960 health onto a character. Yeah. You know, so it, it's like, that's an expensive re-roll, but it's unfathomable <laughs> how much plus 960 health would be in gold, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like your whole game's worth of gold. Yeah, because it costs five gold to get plus ten, so. (laughs) (laughs) I was was more or less joking when I said we we, uh, needed to do a whole episode on Broccoli. Yeah, we just just talked about Broccoli a little bit more. (laughs) Yeah, I just wanted to, I still just wanted to mention that he was, he is a winner. Uh, He'll definitely help you win. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I've noticed, like, other like okay animals when i tried animals it seemed like i was working really hard to get the stats Mm -hmm. but talking to someone today they found animals very very easy yeah animals was their route which probably has a lot to do with finding the right stuff for it right i mean if you get black cat every turn you have the one one that makes a five five there's a lot of different animals that just double into more animals like baby bear Baby bear. <laughs> baby bear. Yeah, definitely baby bear. They had the hero that your animals only take two to upgrade. Oh, yeah. Wonder Waddle. Wonder Waddle. Yeah. They, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they were Wonder Waddle. And I, I think either their opening shop or the second shop had blind mice in it. So it was like turn two. Oh, wow. They oh, had yeah, two blind mice yeah. upgraded and they got a tre- four, level four treasure the second. Yeah, turn. that'll get you there very quickly. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like more than just animals being successful, that combo seems very successful. And of course, that's one you have to luck into it. There's no other way. Yeah, definitely. I've I played with Pied Piper versus Wonder Waddle before, and I did like that it would give you so many animals. Okay. You always have an animal in your shop with Pied Piper. Yeah. Which is, is really good. Oh, yeah. As far as like going animals, the Bearded Vulture is good. Uh, which one is that? It's the four-cost character. It's when one of your animals dies. Again, plus three, plus three. And so, like, if you get it upgraded, it's a 6-6 six, six that gains 6-6 six, six every time 
one of your sheep in wolf's clothing dies, becomes a sheep, dies, baby bear dies, dies twice. Oh, they get huge, yeah. Animals, animals can work. You just have to get all the stuff. Yeah. Which is easy to do. Yeah, the, the more I look at it, I think that when I went animals and found it difficult, I was just getting unlucky. Yeah. I was just getting pretty unlucky, and I didn't hit the key card. Yeah. You have to have the ones that summon other animals that make sure that they summon animals and then put a vulture and a bear stamen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that brings up something very important in this game is just following your luck. Mm-hmm. You can't make your own luck. You have to play into it. Yeah. You've got to play into your luck. And if it's not working out, you have to have outs for getting a win. <laughs> you know, yeah. if your luck's not working, just... Look for wild growth and broccoli, you know? Right. <laughs> and and it doesn't matter what else you do. <laughs> I don't think that that's the strategy that was intended. You don't think so? I think it's a it's a combo that's intended, but I don't I don't think that it's a strategy for winning the whole thing. For winning the whole thing. Yeah. Because like I I had nothing like it wasn't like much was going on. It didn't even matter. It didn't even matter that I had the creeper. It didn't matter that I had the other stuff. Because that thing, as long as it doesn't get transformed into a statue, and it has almost 2,000 health, as long as it doesn't get transformed, it's going to win the the match. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it might just be a little strong. It might be a little strong. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And that might even be something that they touch up in balancing. He could could race to level 5. They could also cut his health. If they cut his health, he doesn't double as fast either way he is he is very powerful right now he's very powerful powerful right when you get to level four if you get a broccoli uh you're good you're rolling for for a little while Mm -hmm. even unbuffed i've had a couple times where they couldn't kill him where they just couldn't couldn't kill my broccoli he didn't do it single-handedly but he was the last character standing Maybe. Looking at some of the other tree ants, I feel like he's stronger than a lot of the level 5 tree ants. Yeah, I mean, there's the 020 that prevents damage on your characters behind it. Yeah. Right? That one... Except when they're attacking. Not even when they're attacking, when you would most want to prevent the damage. Yeah, because, like, if that 020 is still out there, like, you better be hoping that you have ranged ones behind it. Because, like, sure, they're attacking at the tree, but, like, you have to have range behind it or else they're going to die. <laughs> its name is Soltak Ancient. Soltak Ancient. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like that card is specifically very weak. I've been really deep into tree ants. I've never decided that's what I need right now. Yeah. I guess it, it's more of a tech card. If you run into an opponent in the final two or three who is sniping your stuff with flying... Right, you could counter flying, but flying doesn't. To me, flying's not the ability you need to worry about. Flying's good to deal with some support, other things that like have the payoff, like the vulture, the great pumpkin. If you get them before they can become like good, it is useful. I I really like Cupid. Which one? Cupid, the one that uh, it makes an attack. It makes an attack another friendly character. Well, yeah, it has ranged. Yeah, it has. So it's flying ranged, and uh, and it turns them on themselves. Cupid is crazy. Flying ranged. Yeah, flying ranged. And not just that, but so it forces two to run straight into each other. You could take out two of their huge monsters. 
Yeah. Uh, what are things that you're putting in the first slot? In the very first slot. Yeah. If I have Medusa, she has to go in the first slot. Uh, because mm-hmm. if she dies before she attacks, you're not doing any. Mm-hmm. Definitely. If I have something with Slay that is integral, my team working, I'm going to put that mm-hmm. Slay first also. I'm also going to put Ranged first. Yeah. Yeah, you have to put those things first. Now, sometimes you have to make compromises because you have multiple things that need to attack first. Mm-hmm. Which is where you run into, like, maybe something's got to give. Maybe maybe you need to drop one of those members of the team. Because only one thing can attack first. Mm-hmm. Only one thing can attack first. He has slay, and when he... Or it's not. It's not actually slay. It's quest. When he, when he slays three times, you finish your quest. Yeah, the brave princess. Yeah. Okay, so it's actually a lady. <laughs> brave princess, that's right. That one I definitely put first, right? And it yeah. attacked, it went around, it got that second slay in the same round, and mm-hmm. so quickly I, I popped that quest. I had it the very next round. Yeah, which uh, is really fast and really good to just be able to have that three-cost treasure so quickly after buying it and not having to worry about spending more gold on it. Oh, yeah. I felt like I was actually controlling how quickly I did the quest, where... Mm-hmm. Certain quests feel like they're going to take a lot longer than other quests. I think that time around, I actually used it to work into a broccoli strategy. Where where I got that treasure really quick. I got the treasure that says uh, your first character has plus 10 health. And I had a broccoli that I had just hit with plus 6 health to a tree ant. Dropped him into the first. Yep. Do you ever put Doom Breath first? Which one is Doom Breath? It damages the characters behind the character it attacks. Oh, no, I haven't. So I actually have never seen that card in play. <laughs> I've, <laughs> I've only seen it a couple times even in the shop, and it, it always seemed way too late for me. Mm-hmm. But I've, I, could, I could see it. I really could see it, especially if you've loaded up some treasures to make it big. Or or you're supporting it in some way. Do dragons have... Oh, he's evil. Okay, I was about to say, do dragons have enough support for that? And the answer is no, but evil does. Yeah, not really. What are, there's, not, there's not too many dragons. Yeah, I think they've actually left the design space really open there to be able to, to play with dragons in the future. There's three dragons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but evil, evil has a lot, a lot of synergy. Yeah, I've enjoyed going evil more than I've enjoyed going good. Yeah, so when I end up in good, it's not because I really want to be there. Yeah. It's because that's what I'm being handed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my safety net is the tree ants, and it's falling into the, the tree ant support card. Yeah. That gives the that buffs them permanently. Mm-hmm. And I, I get pick up Applewoods later, they get bigger too. And maybe mm-hmm. they're and maybe they're big enough to to survive. No, oh, it's Heartwood Elder. That's the the tree ant support I'm talking about. Yeah, Heartwood Elder, and then the Rotten Apple Tree. Yeah, Rotten Apple Tree is is pretty good. Yeah, Rotten Apple Tree is very good. It kind of it's a lot like Medusa. Yeah, well, and like and like, sure, it can die a lot easier to their best thing, but in uh, a trade. Yeah, well, that is if it has any. Attack. Attack. But, yeah. 
Chances are it does, because you even just put that one support card right behind it one time, even. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's easier to use because you just put it at the end. You don't have to worry about it getting an attack. You actually don't don't want it to attack. Yeah, I had it, uh, the first time I was playing with it, I had two. And I was like, okay, I'm going to put them to the right side, but I still had them on my front line. And as soon as they started getting attack, they were attacking. And I, I realized too late, I was like, wait, 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 what am I doing? <laughs> this is a mistake. <laughs> Another card, though, that I wanted to mention was the Nutcracker. Mm-hmm. Because since I'm kind of defaulting to that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to build on my Treant's guy. The uh, 410 quest, I survived five times, and he's a good Treant Prince. Which, that's three tags all on one card. <laughs> Good Treant Prince. So he himself isn't that strong. The quest will go off, but it'll take a few turns to happen, even at its quickest. But I end up taking him, and and for, for those few turns, he works pretty well into the strategy with the Treants. Mm-hmm. I do end up dishing him out and just dropping him pretty quick. Yeah, I do like the, the quest cards as far as it goes. Yeah. The the quest cards give you just a little, you know, a little bump in things that are normally happening. You know, you put that thing yeah. out there, it's normally just going to kill other things. It's normally going to slay. <laughs> you know, yeah. you put the you put the tree <laughs> out there, it's normally going to survive damage. Sometimes you are you're normally going to be casting spells. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say the cat in four turns, it's going to go off. That's that's just something you do. I like being rewarded for things that I'm doing anyway, mm-hmm. as opposed to having to go way out of my way. <laughs> if have I'm you... going way out of my way, it better be for a, a 1,000 health <laughs> broccoli. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, which, uh, do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if I, if I get the chance, I'm going to try it. I feel like you maybe need to, you need to get the treasure first, right? Yeah, you get the treasure. Yeah, you like... get the treasure, and that's the on-ramp. Yeah, you need, and, and it's pretty easy to get the two cost treasures. So you just have to get there. So maybe the cat leads you to the treasure, <laughs> which leads you to the thousand health broccoli. <laughs> exactly. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do it. I'm trying to, I'm looking for a specific hero. You start at level three and never grow up. Oh, you never grow up? Peter Pants. Is that good? So I was I was just trying to think about it right now, about how like yeah you can put something together I think with those early game treasures, the two and three treasures. You you would need to be able to get spells that can get you. Uh, what is it? There's masquerade ball, true love's kiss, yeah. What I'm thinking is in in a game that has that hero, and this is probably too much for a first podcast, right? This is just more ideas. Oh yeah, we're definitely theory crafting here. Yeah, so with Peter Pants, right? Yeah. And and using the two spells a lot, True Love's Kiss and Masquerade Ball. I feel like Wh- it would which be... one is Masquerade Ball? What does Masquerade, Masquerade Ball do? replaces each character in the shop with a random character that is one level higher. Okay, and True Love's Kiss. True Love's Kiss. Uh, you transform uh, one of your characters into a random one, one level higher. So okay. I'm just trying to figure out ways of getting higher leveled characters 
using Peter Pan so that you can just like upgrade so much more because the roles at the end of the game, you're rolling through all the characters as opposed to in the beginning, you're just rolling through however many two and threes. There. And you and you hit a lot of really bad characters. Yeah. Yeah, like late in the game, you know, that's why it's like a level four treasure that, or what is it? It's a level five treasure that you no longer get level two and three characters in your shop. Okay, it removes them? Yeah. Yeah, like you have to waste your level five treasure to... Just to clean up your shop. Yeah, just to be able to get four, five, and six, which is, is... good but you're wasting a whole treasure bump. yeah yeah and peter pants is pretty strong early so so you start level three right you don't have to worry about yeah you start with level three which i guess that means yeah I don't it know means you're there earlier but for you, the for the turns mean, following that it's gonna be a lot easier to triple things yeah because you're looking at a, a decreased minion pool, like a character pool. A lot yeah. less characters in the pool. Yeah. Which means you're going to hit those spells easier. I, okay. I feel like you're still going to have to get lucky. You're still going to have to get pretty lucky. Or rather, not get unlucky. Because if, you, if you're trying this playstyle, and you just don't hit those spells that you need at all in the game... Mm-hmm. You're going to feel pretty bad as you fall very, very flat. And you're going to keep tripling your level threes, and you're going to run into their level sixes. <laughs> Any other heroes? Any other heroes you want to, you haven't tried, or you have a thought about a playstyle? Theory crafts and the heroes. Um, the familiar? Uh, whatever the, the familiar is, right? And you had the hero Gwyn. If you buy the familiar on the first turn and then Gwyn it, and then it's getting plus two, plus two every spell you cast. So it grows twice as fast. That's that's pretty strong. That could that could work. <laughs> yeah. So actually, I just got when you said that the knighthood. Mm-hmm. So. I was playing earlier, and uh, and I ended up with the treasure. Your level two and level three thing, uh, characters in the shop are already upgraded, mm-hmm. right? And I was pretty strong, so I just decided it was it was worth the risk to grab the uh, the pig, mm-hmm. the prized pig, since it was upgraded. And yeah. I threw it, I threw it at the end of my end of my thing, and I uh, it never died. So for the for the next 3 turns I had plus 4 gold going into each turn. Yeah. And it just it felt like whoa, if if there was some way to guarantee this, if I had a way to get this e- even earlier in the game and maybe hit its health with some support or something. The problem with support is that that puts it on the front line. If I had yeah, some way to make yeah. it yeah, if I had him some way because I had him in my very last spot. Because you don't want your prized pig attacking. That's your no. <laughs> yeah. That's your prized pig. If you yeah, that's your prized pig. If, if maybe one time, but he has to be big enough to survive. <laughs> so I, I I started thinking, what if I had some ways to 
to make my prize pig kind of survive a little bit once he's and so when you when you showed me this knighthood i was like oh that's it <laughs> that's it okay, we, we hit it with pig <laughs> that's what you do with the prize pig. i knight my prize pig <laughs> yeah welcome to knighthood well, <laughs> i tend to buy uh the golden chicken a lot yeah i buy it all the time oh like, all the time I wouldn't be surprised if it was maybe the most purchased character in the game. Yeah, because you could just sell it back for two, and it costs two. So, like, if you have, if you stack up your your hand with the chicken, or just on board, it doesn't matter in the early game. Yeah. Well, and like whenever it's upgraded, you know, it's four. Yeah. Uh, just a little bit more about the golden chicken. Uh, I find myself buying it almost every. Like, I start the turn with 10 gold or 12 gold. I'm buying the chicken, because I can always just sell it later. The only time I don't buy a chicken is if I'm full. Otherwise, I'm going to buy it at the beginning of my turn. I might sell it later if I need to. Mm -hmm. uh, if I have 4 gold left and nothing else looks good, I'm probably going to buy a chicken and then roll turn. Yeah. Yeah. I have found myself carrying a few chickens for a little while, but they always come, come in handy later. Yeah. Yeah, as far as, like, it goes for those two-cost characters, I use the chicken so much, and I think that the blind mouse is just the top one. Yeah, blind mouse is very... <laughs> blind mouse is pretty strong. I mean... <laughs> blind mouse or Cinderella, because, like, Cinderella, of course, you're just doing it anyway, you're casting spells anyway. Yeah. You know, and the blind mouse, it'll get you something level four. Mm, that's it. That's how we do it. That's it. This, all you gotta do is, okay, Peter Pants. Peter Pants. <laughs> you gotta get the blind mouse, and then you gotta get Gilded Park off blind mouse. You're okay. good. That's it. You're good for the whole game. You're <laughs> Gilded Harp. Uh, Gilded Harp is the level four treasure, right? Yeah, the, the twos and threes are upgraded. Okay. It. Okay, yeah, that's it, yeah. Oh, wow. And then all you're seeing is upgraded cards. Now, you're going to run out. You're going to have a lot of gold because you're going to hit chickens. You're going to get golden chickens really often, but you're going you're gonna to run out of steam. Because how do you stack? How do you scale? Does anything scale when upgraded in level 2 and level 3? Oh! Here we go. You know what scales? Familiar scales. Yeah. The familiar does permanently. Uh, the shadow shadow assassin has some slay uh, spell weaver. Anything that gives stuff permanently. Yeah, this is the right way of playing. Yeah, this this totally <laughs> seems like it will work a hundred percent of the time. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you get a brave princess to slay three times so you get any three and you get the the treasure that gives you a treasure two higher than the next one you do right and then you do blind mouse and you get a level six treasure oh okay the only problem is that if all your twos and threes are upgraded you never can have treasure again yeah you you don't get any more treasures at that point you're done with treasures you're done with treasures which I don't know if it's that big of a problem. Uh, especially if you were only really going to get mostly level 2 and level 3 treasures. Yeah. 
So like maybe you get lucky and you get a couple, a couple and you might have treasures that you can take advantage of. Yeah, you might have a couple treasures already. Mm -hmm. uh, you can only have three treasures anyway. So like getting cut off from having treasures for the rest of the game is not such a big deal. I, I really like it. Peter Pants, you're my friend. I like it. I gotta, I, I gotta get it. Yeah, I wanna, I wanna try it right I wanna now. I play with this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't have enough dust. Mm. I, uh, I can play with everybody. So I went ahead and and bought some gems. <laughs> oh, nice. nice. I decided, I decided I was gonna, I was gonna just like play, <laughs> have fun playing, and. Uh, I got, I got the early access one. Yeah, I feel like everybody should get the early access. Uh, that's five dollars. That's five dollars, and it's incredible value. That's like your welcome bundle. Do you think I? Okay, here's a question. Do you think I should use the dust still as I accumulate it, and hold on to my gems for later? Uh, probably. Or does it? Or does it even matter? I don't. I, I don't know. Like, I don't know what's what else is coming to this game. Uh, I I'm sure they're gonna unleash unveil some more heroes, right? They're probably bringing more heroes. Uh, mm -hmm. And the, the step after that, I would say, is cosmetics. Yeah, of course. And, but, like, I, I do feel like, like they could hold tournaments. They could hold tournaments very easily, because it's the main thing that they could like. Ooh, yeah. That would, be, that would be a cool way for me to spend my gems. Yeah. It's <laughs> to do lobbies to play. In, in, inner lobbies and in, in, for yeah. tournament lobbies. Yeah. Yeah. For for high stakes, like we're gonna get good stuff. Uh, <laughs> that could be cool. That could be cool. I want to win some cosmetics. I don't like. I'm not that interested in buying cosmetics. Mm -hmm. I will if I have nothing else to spend my resources on. But if I could win some cosmetics, then we're talking that. Yeah, bragging rights, right? <laughs> yeah, it's just bragging rights. The it's only bragging. way to get crowns is to win. Like, yeah, like. bragging rights. <laughs> <laughs> and we kind of just ended there uh, I want to give a big thanks to everyone listening and invite you to join us next week for another installment of It's Storybook Time